Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Additional sponsors include Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Bieber Collision Care Center, Cooper Complete Nutritional Supplements, Common Grounds, Heritage Creamery, Myatt Fuels, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Jalen Ellis in there, oh. and receiver, here's a pass to Tyquan Thornton. He's in midfield, he is running for the end zone. Tyquan Thornton, 75-yard touchdown reception on the second play from scrimmage today. There it was. Bears take that one. And uh, that's a great weekend when the Bears have a win a game going away. And, uh, well, that was, I think, 45-20. And then the, the Cowboys win. 44 to 20. I mean, it, it, was, it was really kind of close scores there. And uh, Cowboys just kind of walked all over uh, their opponent, the uh, the Giants, and just ran away from them all together. So good weekend. Good weekend for the Bears. Good weekend for Cowboys fans. And, yes, this may be confusing to some folks. Mosley is back in drive time. Uh, and then uh, – <clears throat> Tom Barfield has up and moved to the mornings. So you drive into work with Tom from 7 to 9 in the morning, and now you head home with Mosley 4 to 6. We love hearing from you. Uh, we uh, we love having you on the radio, too. Love your uh, comments. Going to do more calls coming up. We, we had to really, in a one-hour show, and John Morris knows this better than anyone. John's done it for a lot of years. You, you have to jam through it. You got to race. You got to get everything in. And the one thing that I was, I mean, I liked a one-hour show as far as like being, you know, boom, you're on, then you're off. But I didn't really have time to do as much interaction with our audience as much as I would really like. And now we have some of that time. And I want to hear from you guys. I appreciate everybody, all the kind words you've had. And even if you haven't had a kind word, that's okay. Stop by. Stop by. Check us out. I was just looking at um, uh, Aaron. Uh, Aaron Sexton, of course, will be with me. I think Tom tried to take him, but Aaron put down his foot. He just he put his foot down and he said, I'm staying with Mosley. Aaron, is that about how it happened? Something along, is that pretty close to how that happened? Tom tried to take you with him in the mornings, and you said, heck no, I won't go. I don't know if that's quite the way it happened, but. That's the way I want it to have happened. Okay? I want you to fight for the right to stay with, uh, with Mosley. Now, of course, those are not quite my hours. Uh, Aaron and I uh, stay up extremely late. We sleep in. And so things that happen at 7 a.m., uh, we don't really know about. But Aaron, did you at least, once I did arrive, did you, uh, did you feel like I at least had a little energy the other day, I thought? I thought for 7 a.m. I, I I tried to kind of bring it the other morning for uh, the pregame. Did you at least did you hear? Could you hear the energy in my voice? I felt like everybody had good energy considering it started at 7 a.m. Yeah. I was I was act not surprised. I was impressed yeah. with the pro- level of professionalism 
from the whole crew being up that early and being that energetic getting ready for game day starting at 7 a.m. I think y'all did a great yeah. job. No, I, I wasn't trying to get you to brag on everybody, just me. I, was really <laughs> I know what on, you were doing. <laughs> on my performance. But if you want to brag on everybody, that's fine, too. Lark's always fun. And really, uh, the Office of Baylor Alumni, Doug Furch and the whole gang, uh, Virginia was on with us. Christy was on with us the other day. That's a fun group. It's a really good group out there. And, uh, Aaron, there's a uh, – they're going to have um, – they're going to welcome some, uh, some of the, uh, the graduates back. And, and one of the things they're going to be doing is they missed because of the pandemic. So they're going to have the 25th anniversary for the class of 95 and the class of 96. Well, Aaron, I happen to belong to one of those Baylor classes. So I'll be doing the pregame show, and then I'll step right over – into the Office of Baylor Alumni tent and celebrate my 25th anniversary with all the with all the folks. And I remember like my 10th or something, you know, seeing a few people and that was kind of nice. And just you know, I'd barely been out. It still felt like we were all really young and it, it didn't even seem. I, I saw a lot of my buddies anyway, so it didn't seem like a big deal. This time, I'm kind of interested. I'm kind of like, hey, I like you know, I like to I like to catch up with a few people. And, and then. Uh, there's a dinner, by the way, over at McLean Stadium, probably in the Baylor Club, I think, or my group. But Aaron, Aaron it's at, it's from 4.30 to 6 on Friday. Guess who has a show during those hours now? You do. Hey, Matt, you're uh, you're you're get you're garbled a little bit on your connection. You know why? Because I, for some unknown reason, I turned on uh, I turned on like two mics, I think. Oh, How's okay. That? Yeah, that that's better. better. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was a little jumbled. I was right as you said that. I looked down and I had turned on mic. I had mic one and mic four on, and of course there is no mic. Oh, okay. Well, I would just want you to know I was I was ready. If you had to disconnect and reconnect, I had some Stephen Jones audio. I was ready to fire off and fill in. But we're good. Sounds like you were almost rooting for that scenario. (laughs) No, just (laughs) you always have to have a backup plan. (laughs) <laughs> oh man now make sure i jump out uh yeah especially when you work with me um make sure uh aaron we're, we're going to need to get out on time today at 4 15 because we have a big time guest drayton mclean is going to join us at uh, at 4 20 and i have a sneaking suspicion he'll call in early that sounds like something that uh, drayton would do and that, if you're wondering, well, that sounds familiar. Yeah, that's the namesake of McLean Stadium, and uh, also the former owner of the Houston Astros. Aaron, have you taken a peek to see how that series is going with the Astros? I know you like. I know you and I both get into some uh, some baseball here and there. Mm-hmm. And uh, okay, I was getting all kind of reports too, Aaron. People were saying I was, they were <laughs> letting me know how I sounded. I think my wife even was. <laughs> so anyway, everything's okay. I just decided to turn on two mics for some reason. Um, how, what are we? Uh, let's see here. I kind of want to take a peek at this. How how are the Astros doing in this series, Aaron? Have you taken a peek at that? Yeah, I have. Um, they were supposed to play today. That game got postponed. They will oh. play tomorrow, I believe, at one p.m. But the Cheaters are up on the White Sox, two games to one. <laughs> now, hey. Get that out of your system <laughs> before we have the great Drake McLean on, okay? And I hope he didn't hear that. You may have just, you may have just ruined the interview. interview. Yeah, no, yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, Great, and that was my producer, Aaron Sexton. We can we can have him suspended if that's what you would like. Uh, this game is set for Tuesday now, okay, and uh, that'll be at 107 Central. Uh, originally, that was scheduled as an off day, but uh, and then and then a before a potential game five back in Houston. Uh, Astros do, as Aaron said, lead that series two to one, and uh, uh, Astros ma- manager uh, Dusty Baker did say, if anything, I really appreciate the swiftness that the league office made this decision. That gives us time to do whatever you get to do. Got to do. It gives both sides another chance at resting their bullpen, but we'll see the effects of it tomorrow. Um, this is uh, uh, I, I, this is good. I think they like it because um, the so Larusa said originally that Monday's uh, schedule starter uh, um, Radone uh, Carlos Radone will start the reschedule game on Tuesday. The Astros will hand the ball to McCullers Jr., who threw six and two-thirds scoreless in that Houston 6-1 win in game one. Love, love this playoff baseball. Really get into it. And um, let me see here. Always love to look at the schedule for today. Um, it is. It looks like a 6-0-7 first pitch, uh, uh, the, uh, the uh, Red Sox, and then, of course, the Dodgers host the Giants. Um, and that game's uh, that uh, series uh, tied up at one. Uh, Dodgers host the Giants tonight. And that'll be at eight thirty-seven Central first pitch. All right, so that's uh, that's a lot of fun. Now, Aaron, I thought I would tell you I did take a little, um, and of course, you know the bosses start calling. I started hearing from some of the bosses today. Anytime you you go take a little field trip, that's when everybody starts calling you. Aaron, I mean, I may not hear from them for weeks at a time, and then boom, 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 they start calling a day. I went out to the State Fair of Texas. Now, you know, and people in Central Texas have loved coming to that thing for years. I will just say, um, I guess I guess I should have remembered a Monday, a gorgeous Monday, and especially when you get kind of late. You know, after Texas OU, I, I had no clue, Aaron, that the entire world would try to go out there. It was a madhouse, but the weather was gorgeous, and I, because uh, my, uh, we took uh, my daughter and some friends out there, and so she was uh, obviously taking all our tickets and everything. I did manage to get a, a, a real highly buttered corn on the cob, um, a, a, we, with some uh, handmade, you know, lemonade, hand-squeezed, uh, fresh-squeezed lemonade, that's always a must, and um, got a hold of some curly fries. My favorite are the Texas taters out there, but I didn't really have time to wait in line for some of the fried cookie dough, the fried, I mean, they will fry anything, fried peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Um, I would like to hear from our people, by the way, your favorite thing at the State Fair of Texas. What is it? What is your go-to? I have my now. People say, "Well, Mosley, did you get the Fletcher's corny dog?" I, I was. I had limited time. I needed to get back and prepare for everything, so it was a quick trip out to the state fair, and I and I just didn't have time to wait in the long line for the Fletcher's corny dog. The good thing about a Fletcher's corny dog, as you've seen, um, Aaron, a lot of times they'll sell that like at a Golden Chick or whatever that place is. You know, chick. 
some of those some of these other places will sell Fletcher's corny dog sometimes. And 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 so I think it's not my last opportunity in life to have the Fletcher's corny dog, but it is a must. I get it. And I and I just hose that thing down with so much mustard. But I gotta say, I prefer, especially after today and 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 and, and it brought back a lot of fun memories, putting pepper all over like uh some of that ground you know pepper all over the uh the corn on the cob and then just devouring that thing buttered the corn on the cob is better to me than the fletcher's corny dog now that's just my opinion okay i i, I know a lot of people may disagree with that what is your favorite food at the at the state fair of texas uh let us know on the cnc collision text line 254 662 1660. I'll let you know if I either agree, I'll give you a thumbs up or thumbs down on whatever you come up with. They have fried Oreo. They have um there was one thing that I didn't have time to stand in line. That's the that's the old Highland Park um soda fountain or pharmacy and and they make what's called a uh grilled pimento cheese sandwich. Now I know I'm I'm you know I sound Aaron, sometimes people associate pimento cheese with older people. Well, I've loved it for a long time. I'm a big pimento cheese guy. And so you can imagine, Aaron, toasted like a pimento, a grilled pimento cheese. Now, that's a great food. Aaron, do you have a favorite uh, State Fair of Texas food? I might have a new one with that uh, grilled with the pimento cheese because yeah. I, I'm, I'm the same as you. I love pimento cheese. Uh, but, I mean, my favorite fair food is funnel cake. It's just uh, ah, yeah, all the yeah. all the delicious deep fried sugar coated goodness of a funnel cake. I love it. Yeah, looks like you've been out snorting something when you get finished <laughs> with it. <laughs> I keep handy Aaron, wipes just Aaron, to avoid that. Aaron's doing a line out there on his uh, on his. Oh man, Aaron, that is good stuff when you get a funnel cake. And then you know, they got those Belgian waffles, but I agree with you. And, and you can put a bunch of interesting stuff on those. But the tickets start to they, – they do a, a new thing this year where each ticket, instead of being like worth 50 cents, it's worth a dollar. Now, you still spend the same amount. It's just that for whatever reason – I don't know. It's a different – but what the cool thing about it is if you saved your tickets from years past, your tickets actually went from being 50 cents in value to a dollar in value. So that's kind of cool. If people actually have some of their tickets still around. Now, I guess the State Fair has, what, another week? Does that sound right? So uh, I encourage everybody to get up there. Um, I I think it's one of those things you love as a kid. I think you hit your 20s and 30s and think, ah, I don't know about the State Fair. I, I think there's a period where the State Fair doesn't do much for you. And then you get in your 40s and start to get towards your 50s. And I think the State Fair gets kind of fun again and exciting. And you look forward to it. And I saw a, a Tom Landry exhibit that was really, really neat with his Hall of Fame jacket, the fedora, um, some some highlights they showed. They showed one, and uh, Aaron, it was it was Drew on a double pass. Drew goes out there, and they threw a penalty or whatever. But Drew, who used to play some quarterback, I think, yeah, he did it. He played at Tulsa. He he threw one deep. And who who would have been 1975, or or in the late 70s, who would have been playing receiver for the Cowboys number 83? 
Okay. All right. Number 83. Y'all be thinking about that because it wasn't Butch. It wasn't Butch Johnson. I think he was 86. But whoever 83, it might have been Mike Renfro? No, no, no. Any, or Doug Donnelly? The, the guy made an unbelievable catch. All right. We've got uh, Drayton McClain Jr. Uh, coming up. And uh, what, a, what an amazing person. And uh, what a great guy to be talking to right now with all the things going on with the Big 12. Drayton is one of the best. Also can talk some baseball with the best of them. Let's talk to Drayton McClain. Let's do it next. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Haley Fitzpatrick. Skies will remain mostly clear tonight with a low of 66. The humidity returns overnight as those winds shift out of the south ahead of our next system moving in tomorrow. That'll bump up our rain chances for the day. A 40% chance for scattered showers and storms is likely tomorrow with mostly cloudy skies. Wednesday, expect more showers and storms, some of which could be on the stronger side. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9 for your forecasts first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Have you been to Sam's Bar in Union Hall in downtown Waco yet? Serving originally inspired Texas-style craft drinks, Offering wine, beer, vodka, and fruit juice drinks. Be sure to try one of Sam's signature cocktails like the Hatchback, a Dallas Daisy, and even some Summer Lovin'. Happy hours every Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 with $2 off draft beer and cocktails, plus free chips and hot sauce. Sam's Bar Waco in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue. And check them out online at samsbarwaco.com. When it comes to automotive collision repair, there is a difference in a business certified by the major auto manufacturers and one that's not. Beebrick Collision Care Center is a certified repair shop by Chrysler, Ford, General Motors, Hyundai, Kia, Nissan, and Subaru. Their list of services include collision repair and refinishing, structural repair and frame straightening, paintless dent repair, and full automotive detailing. Family owned since 1962, Beebrick Collision Care Center, 1515 LaSalle Avenue in Waco. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Dallas Cowboys made some mistakes early, but in the end, Elliott ran for 110 yards on 21 carries, and Pollard added 103 yards on the ground. The Giants lost Barkley and Daniel Jones to injury, and the Cowboys ran past the Giants 44-20. Cowboys will head to New England to face the Patriots next. The Bills handed the Chiefs the third loss of the season on Sunday Night Football, 38-20. The NFL wraps up the week tonight with the Colts and the Ravens on Monday Night Football on ESPN. Kickoff at 7:15. After a wild weekend in college football, the shakeup in the top 25 has Georgia taking over the top spot at number one, followed by Iowa, Cincinnati, Oklahoma, and Alabama rounding out the top five after their loss to A&M. Oklahoma State is at 12, Texas drops five spots to 25, and SMU remains undefeated and is at 23. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It is uh, Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas, and we are so pleased to be back with you uh, four to six in the afternoons, and I just thought it was appropriate on my first time back in the expanded hours to have my friend and just a great Baylor legend, 
uh, Drayton McLean uh, Jr. on with us. And, and uh, Drayton, it is uh, it is very exciting, and uh, I, uh, I I'm I'm privileged to to have you on today, especially after a, a really nice uh, uh, Baylor win on Saturday. Well, first, Matt, let me welcome you back to this slot. This is, this is where you have done so well over the last few years, and we've all missed you at this time zone. So, so thank you for being back. And, well, and you... that was a great victory. You know, we came close against Oklahoma State, but, uh, you know, at the start of the season, everybody thought West Virginia would have one of the top ten or top teams in the Big 12. And so that was a great victory. I thought it was uh, – I, I, I really did. It was uh, – those 11 o'clock starts, you never know how the teams are going to respond, but Baylor came out and they they uh, played really well. Are you um, – Drayton, are you kind of thinking last year the whole pandemic hit, that was a really weird season, the way it all happened after a, a really nice season under Matt Rule. He leaves, the pandemic hits. That had to be an extremely tough situation for uh, Dave Aranda – I, I think, Drayton, it really does seem like we're getting to see um, the full Aranda effect and the defense is looking better. I mean, I, it's a, all of it is, uh, is, is pretty exciting. What have you – I'm sure you've gotten to visit with Coach Aranda. What have been your thoughts about him so far? Well, Matt, the, the first impression is I've been to hundreds, maybe thousands of Baylor games over the – Last week, I grew up in Central Texas in Cameron, so I was going to Baylor games when I was six and seven years old. So I've been a lot. But i got to confess, I don't think I've ever seen a 75-yard touchdown on the very first play. <laughs> what did you think of that when you, you saw that 75-yard pass play? I, it was great. It was great. And, it, and you're right. I looked up, first of all, and said, oh, my gosh, there's – there's like 14 minutes left. I mean, it was immediate, and that is the way. That is the way to start a ball game. And, uh, and you know, and I, he was in the clear for about 65 of those 75 yards. He was he was out in front of everybody. So I don't even think any of us knew what to think when we scored so quickly. But you ask about David Rose. He came in the last part of for having to play this last season with the pandemic. Very few. Uh, fans in the stadium and not really knowing the team and the team not knowing him. But, boy, that was a complete game yesterday, both offense and defense. And I think uh, if they won't do, they could have scored a couple more touchdowns. Yeah, I think you're right. And, by the way, that's uh, I always think it's hard not to think about you, Drayton, when I pull up to the stadium and I see y'all, I see your family's name up there. But it, it really uh, – it, it's just such a beautiful – uh, right there on the river. I, I find myself at the press box, and I'm sure you do this when you're at games, kind of staring off into the river. And uh, I would say, Drayton, it's one of the more unique uh, – it, it ended up being one of the more unique venues in the country. I, other than maybe Tennessee and Washington, I don't know anybody else that has one, you know, right up against a river like that. Well, Matt, I think that was the – not only the river, just several things. There's – there's Interstate 35, which is the uh, busiest interstate in America. So you think two or three hundred thousand people go up and down Interstate 35 every day, and they say, "Wow, there's Baylor University, and there's their football stadium." 
architecturally, I think it is the most stunning, uh, attractive stadium as you look at them. And so you, you have that. And then the river, the river is beautiful. And then don't you think the bridge, the pedestrian bridge over, when you, you, you are at a game and, and everybody's coming to the game and you look over and you see that bridge and you just see hundreds and thousands of people walking across the bridge. Uh, you know, that that's what college football is supposed to be about the university. It's supposed to be about the students and, and, and the alumni and, and still the university. It's not what we had at Floyd Casey, but it's all about the university today and uh, having the, the uh, pedestrian bridge that brings over most of the people. The Interstate 35 and then a great football program at Baylor University. We got everything. Yeah, I uh, I, I agree, and uh, it's a lot of fun. Talking to Drake McClay Jr. on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And, uh, you know, the fun thing is Baylor's now having a really good season. If they beat BYU, they're going to jump right back in the top 25. And then another place you hold a degree from. It's not from. if we beat them, but it's when we beat them <laughs> starting at 230. <laughs> I like it. I like the attitude. But what I was going to say is, uh, how about uh, your other your other school, Michigan State, um, also having a great season. I mean, this is it's kind of fun. They don't always line up like that. Your your two schools yeah, well, uh, well, playing State well is, like this. I, I went to graduate school there in the late fifties, and they had great teams back in those days. And they, like everybody else, uh, you know, they've had good teams and they've struggled at times. But they're really back on top of it again with the new coach. Uh, and 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 he is is totally committed to building an outstanding program, so they're undefeated and really excited about the season. So, but 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 while we're right here in in, in Central Texas and in, in, in Baylor, and Baylor's got some really great games with BYU, then they have Texas, and then they have Oklahoma. Boy, it's all going to be played right here in Central Texas. Yeah, it's going to be fun and. Uh... The Baptists, we need to we need to be hospitable and, and, and reach out to the Mormons. They're going to be joining us, the LDS folks, and so that's going to be fun. Two religious schools getting it on. I think that'll be a lot of fun. Now, Drayton, what you got to tell me? What did you think when you heard a few months ago about Texas and OU? I, I I'm just curious, uh, and and you know I always love to get your takes on things. Um, and, and, and anytime something happens with Baylor, people are going to contact you immediately. But what was your initial take? And then what do you, uh, what do you think about what the Big 12 has decided to do with adding these four schools? Well, Matt, I'll be, be truthful to you. I grew up in Central Texas in, in the 50s. And, uh, you know, I love the old Southwest Conference where we played all of the major schools in Texas. And then Arkansas was in there. I love that, that conference. And it kind of broke my heart when, when Arkansas left. And then we the conference kind of changed shape. And, uh, and then uh, SMU dropped out and Rice dropped out. And then TCU did for a short period of time. So I really hated to see, and then A&M left to go to the Southeast Conference. It has kind of slowly taken a lot of the glamour out of it. And, you know, but we can't live in the past. We've got, we got to face the future the way it is today. And uh, so Texas and Oklahoma decided to leave. I think it's a mistake for both of those schools because 
you know, they really rely on recruiting in Texas, and they're going to play most of their games outside of Texas. So I think that'll hurt them in, in some of their recruiting uh, since most of their games will be played outside of Texas. And uh, and and just the traditional rivalries between the schools and your friends that went to the various schools in Texas, that was the fun part of, of the football season is the fun you have with your friends about the rivalries and, and winning and losing. And uh, so, you know, I hate to see that, but uh, reality is what it is. And we're getting some really good schools. University of Houston's coming in. Uh, uh, there is Cincinnati, and they're in the top five, are they not? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're they're right in the middle they're, of it. They're now. in the top five, and BYU was undefeated. Had a loss last week, but they're still in the top 25, and they historically, and I think you, you really uh, said the proper thing there, that, that they are a religious school very similar to, to Baylor, the, the Mormon faith, and they have very high ethical standards. I think they're going to be a great uh, addition to 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 the Big Twelve and 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 the other schools that are going to come in there. So so remember the old statement that your mother used to say to you: the best is yet to come. So you know, change is never easy. Hated to see lose Texas and Oklahoma, but you got to keep moving in life. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it, it, I think the timing is kind of fun because, like you say, Cincinnati and BYU are both doing great. Houston's actually having a good season. UCF's been a really good team. So this thing, uh, who knows how things will work out. And as we know, this thing could look completely different five years from now or ten Absolutely. years uh, from now. It could and be these, yeah. a little down the road, and we don't understand this good the old Southwest Conference could be put back together again. Remember the first part of Big 12 that Nebraska was in there, Missouri was in, and so was Colorado. Who knows? That that could be some configuration again. I uh, Talking to Drayton McLean, uh, McLean Jr. on uh, ESPN Central Texas. Now, I'm sure even though you sold the team, uh, you had a – a really good run as owner of the Houston Astros. You saw him win that World Series. You know, a lot of people have uh, have made some comments about the Astros in the aftermath of all that, but here they are, back in the, the middle of it and, uh, mm-hmm. and and have a lead in this series. Do you... Um, after does it still do you still get excited watching the games does it feel completely different now or do you still are you still emotionally invested uh in 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 the Astros well you know we our family owned the team for 19 years uh and so you you know in a strong belief in the Astros even before uh we purchased the team in 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 1993 so, you know, that's, that's something that, that we'll always have. And a number of the players that play for the Astros, we drafted them. They came through our, our farm system like Atuve, the second baseman, who is perhaps the best player on the Astro team. Uh, we drafted him a number of years uh, uh, ago, and, and I know him very well personally and know a number of the other players. So absolutely, we're cheering hard for the Astros, and they won the first two games handily. And I thought they were about to win the third game yesterday. But, you know, in baseball, you never know. They made a comeback like the Oklahoma Sooners did. And they, the Chicago White Sox did uh, last night. And they came back and won the game where the Astros were ahead by about five runs. But Waco's very – I mean, baseball's very competitive. 
one of my friends told me that one time you brought, uh, I believe it might have been Coach McQueen in uh, to to talk to uh, some of the Astros players, the uh, legendary uh, Temple coach. Is that is that accurate? Did you do that you one bet. time? We did. We did sometime. And remember, before spring training started in March, we brought a a, a con- number of eight or ten of the players up here, and we went to all of the high schools and the civic clubs, and we took them every year, and Bob McQueen talked to them in Wildcat Stadium. And he talked to them about the tradition of the of the Temple Wildcats and how they came together every year and what made them so successful. So they look forward to coming up and, and getting to know Coach McQueen and, and learning from him. Yeah, well, I think about you when the Yeomen have a big Friday night game, you know, Cameron Yo. And uh, in your background there, because uh, that that's a that's a good program, and and uh, they've oh, had that's some. Oh, one of the stronger yeah. programs in three A, and and they're very competitive every year, and they won three state championships in the last fifteen years. Yeah, yeah, it's a storied program. Is it true that uh, you you used to challenge uh, Craig Biggio to a? Uh, uh, to a foot race before games. You bet every now and then. Craig, Craig was one of those truly, truly natural athletes. If it was a ball, he could play it. He could do it. He he could play baseball. He could play basketball. He could play football. He was a quarterback on the high school team. He was a quarterback on his college team. Uh, uh, you know, he, he, he just was a natural athlete. And I was definitely not a natural athlete. And, and so I used to challenge him in front of the other players that we'd have some kind of athletic challenge. And uh, and we'd go shoot some baskets uh, against each other. And, you know, he'd just wipe me out. And uh, <laughs> but, but he was fun, too. But, you know, it's really great to be around those natural athletes that that have that great skill. And, but they're very humble. He's a very fine Christian human being, has a great family man, had three children, and he's just a great person and is in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Well, some I of remember it... going to the Hall of Fame, and that was just truly outstanding to see a person of that ability. But, you know, you, we all are around them from time to time. Somebody that just has great, great athletic skills. Yeah, it's uh, you talk about Hall of Famers. I mean, you you had you had the Killer Bees, and uh, what a run! I mean, you're talking about mm-hmm. three Hall of Fame talents, boom, 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 right there, and uh, and you got to see the primes uh, of those careers. And I just uh, and I can kind of in my mind see you sitting back behind home plate in those seats. You kind of like to be right down there. Uh, in the middle of it, want to be there encouraging them, and you know it was just fun to sit there and see their athletic ability. Not only their athletic ability, but their competitiveness. They wanted to win, the worst in the world, and so they would they would really play hard. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know it was. Uh, by the way, we were very upset as Rangers fans when uh, Nolan, who both organizations claim, you know, it's like we fight over him. He's he was you know he sure. y'all's. Then he was ours, and then he kind of went back to y'all. <laughs> I think both organizations are always trying to get Nolan, but uh, I know you had a special relationship with him over the years. That's a uh, that that family is uh, that you know they they, they just 
uh, and I and I think I don't know. I think they go back and forth, but probably deep down, there's so many Astros ties because of where they have lived. Well, that was and where all. he first came up. Yeah, you know, you know, he 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 he, he was with the Astros when he really got. Very successful, and 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 that, and then he went with the Rangers and did have some success there. Were Were you going to games as a fan, like when J.R. Richard was pitching? And I guess that would have been Nolan would have been on that same staff. And I sure. remember those Astros. Uh, like I went Terry to a Poole. few games. Didn't you know? Go to a great number of them. Yeah. But, uh, I remember J.R. Richard, and remember, I loved to watch him on TV. Boy, he could look at that hitter. If I'd been a hitter, that uh, I would have been scared to death. And I had a number of our players that played back during the J.R. Richards era, and he said it was amazing when J.R. was going to pitch for the Astros. A number of the star players on the other team took a day off. <laughs> that that I... J.R. was just so powerful. And his look, and I became friends with Jr. He had the biggest hands I'd had ever ever seen. He, he he obviously had some off the field issues that he ran into, but my goodness, he was. Uh, you're he right. Was a good he was intimidating. And, yeah, and you know, he came out of Louisiana, and 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 again, just another person that had great athletic skills. Yeah, well, it's uh, I tell you, it's just so fun to get to visit with you. And uh, and by the way, last thing I was going to ask you that 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 chant that national championship that that the Baylor men. I mean, that as far as all we've had a lot of great Baylor moments. We've had some low points, some high points. Did that uh, was that about as good as you've ever felt after a well, sporting it, event? It was good for Baylor, but man, think back uh, the. The Big 12 and the Southwest Conference goes back. The two together go back over a hundred years, mm-hmm. and there's some pretty good teams that were in the old Southwest Conference and the Big 12. Baylor's the only team to ever win the national championship in basketball that came from the Big 12 or the old Southwest Conference. None of them had ever done it. Texas Western and, and El Paso won back in the 50s, but they were certainly not in our conference. But this is the first team in Texas outside of Texas Western that has won a national championship. It's, that's such a distinction, and there had never been a championship in the Big 12 or the old Southwest Conference going back over 100 years. That is amazing to think about, even with Guy V. Lewis and, as you said, those unbelievable teams and uh, only Haskins did it, uh, and uh, yeah, that's, that is an amazing thing to think about. Okay, will you come see me, by the way, when I open up this new studio in Salado? Uh, you gave me the idea. I want to open that thing up right there on Main Street. You and bet my son lives just, there. There's a lot yeah. going on in, in Salado, and they have a lot of good things you can buy there, but they sure do have some good food as you walk up and down the street. Yeah, yeah, I'm the same. I'm the same way. I, I have a way of finding some pretty good food when I'm out and about, and uh, and they've got some uh, Johnny. So absolutely, you give you give me a time, and I'll be there. Okay, okay. Well, listen, I I really appreciate it. Great catching well, up with you. Welcome back to your slot again. Thank you, thank you. It's great to be back uh, four to six, and then uh, I uh, I really appreciate it, Drayton. Great to great to visit with you. It's an honor to be here. Thank you. Thanks, there man. he goes. You bet. There he goes. Drayton McLean Jr., uh, who uh, his family and, and Drayton's done so much for, for Baylor and, of course, McLean Stadium. That is, uh, he uh, was the one who 
gave the lead gift there, and that is why it is McLean Stadium out there. And uh, we think so highly of him and what he's done and what he's accomplished. And, of course, he sold those Astros um, all those uh, oh, a few years ago and um, had, a, had a really good run with the Astros. And he's right. He, they was, he presided over a lot of those people they brought on and signed, and Altuve was one of them. Um, Correa, we'll see where I'd, I'd have to think about where Correa and some of those other players come in. But uh, uh, Drayton obviously kind of helped lay the foundation for what has come after that. And uh, we love having him on, and he's a, a great supporter and a great friend. Okay, um, we have an old friend coming up next as we go back to our 4-6 to six slot. Uh, Tom has gone to, to uh, 7 to 9. Tom's going to join us a little later, and we'll talk about that new morning show. But uh, next, an old friend stops by. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2021. Prescott in the gun on first down. Only heard here. Prescott with all day going deep. Cooper in the end zone. He caught the ball. All season. What a strike from Dak Prescott to the one-legged Amari Cooper. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the New England Patriots. Live from Gillette Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Patriots. Sunday afternoon at 2.30 on ESPN Central Texas. Corporate retirement has a lot of moving parts, and putting together a thorough plan takes careful preparation. I'm Joe Kaleo with Kaleo Wealth Management. I've spent a lot of time thinking about retirement planning from the perspective of employees and employers. We'd like to build a relationship with you and help you chart a path toward your financial goals. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Baylor Football on ESPN Central Texas. One hot bullfight continues to be a hit, so we're bringing it back to the heart of Texas Fair and Rodeo this year. Watch nine of the country's best freestyle bullfighters take their minute in the ring with the Mexican fighting bull. Who will emerge victorious? Witness the battle yourself on October 17th in the Extra Code Coliseum. Learn more and get your tickets at hotfair.com today. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. It's music to our ears. Just listen to Deidre. I would tiptoe out of bed because the pain would shoot up my heels. When I went to the Good Feet store, they allowed me to try on the arch supports and I started sobbing because I had no pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. Come join us. Helmet Aerospace, situated in Waco for 48 years and now hiring for several positions. Helmet produces fasteners for industrial applications such as transportation, renewable energy, and automotive. Helmet Aerospace is looking for production technicians, quality engineers, machining techs, maintenance electricians, and more. Most positions require a mechanical aptitude or background, and all jobs require a high school diploma or GED. Helmet Aerospace offers a complete benefits package from day one. Go to helmet.com slash join us. Search Waco for a complete listing. This is ESPN Central Texas. 
Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weich with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Dallas Cowboys made some mistakes early, but in the end, Elliott ran for 110 yards on 21 carries, and Pollard added 103 yards on the ground. The Giants lost Barkley and Daniel Jones to injury, and the Cowboys ran past the Giants 44-20. Cowboys will head to New England to face the Patriots next. The Bills handed the Chiefs the third loss of the season on Sunday Night Football, 38-20. The NFL wraps up the week tonight with the Colts and the Ravens on Monday Night Football on ESPN. Kickoff at 7:15. After a wild weekend in college football, the shakeup in the top 25 has Georgia taking over the top spot at number one, followed by Iowa, Cincinnati, Oklahoma, and Alabama rounding out the top five after their loss to A&M. Oklahoma State is at 12, Texas drops five spots to 25, and SMU remains undefeated and is at 23. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Prescott in the gun, they blitz him, Prescott throws it down the right side for Lamb, caught it, Oh, there it was. The uh, boy, the Cowboys got it done, and uh, they went on to uh, an easy win. Cowboys win. The uh, uh, the Bears win. We have more on the Baylor win, and the TCU Horn Frogs win. And you say, well, mostly, what do you care about the the Horn Frogs getting a win? Well. One of my close friends happens to be a horn frog. And I just thought on a day when went back to my old stomping grounds, the afternoons, I would bring on my longtime companion, co-host, close friend, Stephen Simcox. Stephen, uh, how are you, buddy? How's the uh, how's uh, your locked on podcast going? Matt, I'm good, thank you, uh, and I, I'm loving being on the show. I feel like you, you opened with Drayton McLean Jr. You teased that you had a close friend coming on next, and I, I feel like most people, if they went through the Rolodex of your illustrious career, might not have landed on me. But I'm happy that you're having me <laughs> on the show, and uh, this is uh, this is great. This is a a this has been a long journey, um, and and Matt's a, a true warrior because. I do remember a couple couple falls ago texting you at like 2.50 and being like, hey, I sent you a rundown of the show. Like, I hope we're good to go. We're running 10 minutes. And I got a text message back from a Dallas area paramedic. So I'm glad that you're, I'm glad that you're back where you need to be, buddy, in, in drive time in the <laughs> afternoon. That was, uh, that was one year ago, October 2nd. Uh, it's been one year, and I called you. And I, I honestly think I, I thought I got a hold of you or, or from somebody else's phone, perhaps, in the back of that. Like, I thought you heard my voice, but I do. I do. I, I guess you did text me and I was trying to get word to you because I I was scared. You were the, the show. You know, it was like time to start the show three to six or whatever. And then you were still be like, 
We never heard from Mosley. The sad thing is, Stephen, I don't think it would have been that shocking to you, that aspect of it. Although I always, at least at some point, showed up. But uh, yes, yes. And that was uh, when I was being rushed to the hospital and I broke my neck and back. And uh, and so, yeah, it's all gone full, full circle. And uh, Tom Barfield has moved to the mornings. How do you think, uh, Stephen, I would do like on a 7 to 9 a.m. show? Do you think that would be good for me? No, I'm, I'm glad you're you're in afternoons. I mean, you always do good work, and I know you've done those uh, great Saturday morning shows on Fox that I think start at 6 a.m., but um, unless you were just going to stay up until about 7 a.m. and blow yeah. through the show and then sleep, I feel like it's better for you to, to be 4 to 6. I'm glad that worked out. Yeah, well, Aaron's having to deal with my usual nuttiness, and so today, Aaron, Aaron, at some point, already came on the air, and I, of course, I got some text messages, and Aaron said, "Matt, you're sounding a little garbled," and you know, and you think, "Well, what's what's wrong? Is Mosley <laughs> is he on the pain meds again? Is he he's is he what's going on?" And and I looked down to see if there was anything I had done. And, of course, uh, Stephen, I had turned on an extra mic. And so later <laughs> I got another message. Somebody, I think it was my wife, said, hey, Matt, something still sounds a little weird. Well, then I turned another mic on. So, I, you know, when I, I, sometimes I get guests on and I, and I kind of get excited. You've seen me, uh, both Aaron and Stephen, you've seen me in person. Sometimes I'll, you know, hit the desk and I, I just get into what I'm doing. And so I was turning on all the wrong mics. So anyway, uh, Stephen, right now, though, we're coming in crystal clear. Now, uh, Stephen, real quick, uh, did you – I'm trying to think if our games overlapped at all, the uh, the TCU game. did. What happened, by the way, because I, I, Chris Gross, your close friend from college and my buddy, um, we, were doing, we were doing a podcast last night, and he was telling me something about how the, the star TCU running back – uh, Zach Evans w- did not play after halftime, and there was some doubt wh- on like, was it because he got called for a celebration penalty? What 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 exactly happened there? Uh, because Evans is truly one of the most talented players TCU has. So after the game, Gary Patterson said that he was banged up, and they he could have gone, but they essentially because they had a big lead, they're up thirty-five to ten at halftime. They decided to uh, just rest him up. But, yeah, the, it's been very bizarre how they've handled Zach Evans. You know, for, for years now, aside from um, those seasons in 2014-2015 when they were going uh, really up-tempo and, and Doug Meacham and Sonny Cumbie were throwing the ball all over the place, uh, of course, you know, Gary's a defensive guy. Like, he wants to run the football. He wants to protect his defense. So you would think, like, okay, you luck into a five-star running back who under normal circumstances probably wouldn't be on campus, but he's here and he's living up to the hype and he's averaging like seven yards a carry, find a way to get him the football. But against SMU in Texas, he had, you know, only 15, 16 carries. They keep saying he's tired. I don't know if that's a conditioning issue or if they have him on some sort of pitch count. Uh, but against Texas Tech, he carried the ball 17 times, had 149 yards at half. And wow. you're like, okay, this is great. Like this is what everybody's been waiting for. And then he didn't play in the second half. Uh, he's a good spot. And Kendra Miller did okay, but I don't, I don't know, Matt. I don't know why they can't get this guy on the field for four quarters. If they ever do, I think he's going to be a really good player. But he, he just, 
he's working part time for some reason. I'm not sure why. <laughs> well, they're just preserving him for the NFL, and I know college uh, right. fans always love that. I, I hate to do this to you, Stephen, and this is not the reason I got you on today because I just thought, you know what, Stephen's been such a huge part of what I've done at ESPN Central Texas that it didn't seem right coming back into the afternoon time slot. To and not having you on, but I do have to mention because I think you were there, and there's some kind of funny story, I think involving your mom. Were you? I think today's the anniversary of the 2014 61 58 Baylor game. Oh, it is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Aaron. Aaron's <laughs> backing me up on that. Um, Stephen, did you uh, were you on the berm or where were you seated for that particular ball game? So I was I was with a friend of mine and we were up in the stands. Okay, and it was fall break weekend for TCU, so I had come home and then after the game I was going to stay home with my parents and you know just enjoy fall breaks. We didn't have classes for the first couple of days of the week, um, so it, the comeback happens. We're there. We we like start walking down the concourse and as soon as Baylor kicked it you knew it was going in so we start walking down to avoid all all the celebration and I was going to ride back with my parents so I get down to the berm where my parents were sitting or standing and my dad's standing there and I'm like ready to go you know everybody's running around they're taking selfies it's huge moment of course for Baylor fans they're loving it um so I'm like okay you know I'm ready like let's go and my dad my dad says your mom's rushed the field. So <laughs> she, she took off with everybody else and, you know, and stormed the field. So I just sit there for like 45 minutes while Baylor uh, fans are just circling around me, having a great time um, watching all that because it took her a long time, obviously, to, you know, get back to us and then get to the car. So, yeah, not, not my favorite, not my favorite sports memory. Yeah, but but not a bad one for your mom, uh, a great Baylor graduate. I believe your sister holds a degree from Baylor as well. I think one, one there's something that always makes me laugh that you 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 oh, well, I forgot you had some comment on one of your sister's degrees one time that made me laugh. Do you remember what I'm talking about? What was it? Did you say? Oh yeah, I think, like, I think it was like I think it was like National Doctor Day, and my sister's very accomplished. She has a master's yeah. degree. Yeah, a genetic counselor, which is a job that I don't understand. Um, but <laughs> I, I don't know. I can't remember what the context was, but I, I said for some reason I said my my sister's not a doctor, and I said it like it was a like it was some sort of slight. But sort of, um, sort she's of done well for herself. Doesn't have a PhD. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. Does, does, doesn't have the PhD, and and uh, Stephen want everybody to uh, to know that. Well, Stephen, uh, great to great to catch up with you. We uh, hope that you will not be a stranger, and uh, you come by and visit any time. I think I've told Aaron when he's having issues with me, and and he just you know it, he needs to call you, and you can kind of walk him through any kind of thing he's having with me. And um, but I think I think this is going to work. I mean, you know, uh, uh, Tom seven to nine. Mosley four to six, I think, and, and then of course John Morris three to four. I think it'll be, uh, I think I think it'll be a lot of fun. And and uh, Tom somehow, even though despite uh, Stephen our close relationship, Tom 
has you on weekly. And every time I try to have you on, it's like, no, I'm already on with Tom that day. So I do not – I have no clue how Tom inherited you. It doesn't seem fair, but I am going to not argue with that. Although I think you should say, Stephen, to Tom that the morning – the mornings are a little early for you, and you're probably going to have to stick to afternoons. I think you should try that. I might need to because that is an early wake-up call, and I'm not sure Tom knows what podcasts are, so it might be better to chat with you. <laughs> Tom, I think this morning he was playing my Doomsday podcast on his show, so I think everything's good there. We actually have Tom coming up. Uh, Stephen, all my best to you, buddy, uh, and uh, we will – we will see you soon. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for having me on, man. You bet. There he goes. Steven Simcox, longtime member of the ESPN Central Texas family. He will now sell you a house or a mortgage. Uh, you want to refinance. You want to you do something with a mortgage. Uh, Steven's your guy, and uh, he can help you with that. And, of course, uh, I when I'm talking about mortgages and that kind of thing and, and getting houses, uh, I, I think of NeighborWorks Waco with Roy Nash and that gang. What an incredible crew that is, and we appreciate them so much for being one of our longtime sponsors. Okay, it is time to talk to another member of the ESPN Central Texas family. The man who used to be in this slot has fled the scene, and he's now in mornings. We talk to him next. Talking sports live and local. Hi, this is Tom Barfield. Join Ward Whites and me every weekday morning from 7 until 9 as we talk high school, college, and the NFL. John Morris will be here at 3 p.m. And then it's the Matt Mosley Show weekday afternoons 4 to 6. It's local sports talk just the way you like it, and it's right here on ESPN Central Texas. Your hometown. This is our house. Home team. Always a thrill when the home team takes the fix to build. Have you been thinking about a new deck for your home, lake house, or country place, or maybe a new pergola for your backyard, or redoing a room to give it a more western or rustic look? If the answer is yes, we invite you to come see us at Redwoods Incorporated. We take pride in having the best selection in the greater Waco area for top quality wood products. It makes no difference if you are just wanting ideas, curious about probable cost, or want us to recommend an outstanding contractor. Our folks at Redwoods Incorporated want to help you from start to finish. Come visit with Greg or Scott and see our new showroom conveniently located on Esther Drive, just off North Valley Mills behind Applebee's Restaurant. Redwoods Incorporated wants you to know no project is too big or too small for us to give you our personal attention. So please call us at 772-5243 or just stop by Redwoods Incorporated anytime and let us show you how helpful we can be. You'll be glad you did. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. 
With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Niche Group Insurance Agency. With the Niche Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Niche Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Niche Group at 1-800-258-8302. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107. Or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. That is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, and uh, excited about uh, some common grounds I got my Common Grounds t-shirt on, love my coffee, love my coffee the other morning at, at about 7 a.m. I even went on a little coffee run for my uh, mates out there uh, talking about Tom Barfield, talking about Lark Smith, as we did some 7 a.m. pregame duty uh, from the uh, Office of Baylor Alumni, our game day show out there, and I'm happy to be joined right now by Tom Barfield himself. Oh, here we go. Here we go. You can hear him. He's uh, he's on the road. I think he's hands-free. Tom, um, how are things? How's the how's the drive going? I Man, it sounds like you've got the windows down or something, man. <laughs> Just telling you, it's a little congested on I-35. Just a little. Okay. You're, you're making your way down to Austin. Now, a lot of times in the past, that was uh, that was to do some. Uh, you had to go do some baseball for University of Texas or something. But I think you're on some. Uh, you got some family duties today. Um, I might ask you at some point to take me off hands free. By the way, <laughs> it sounds like we're you're on a flight, <laughs> at least to my ear. But uh, Tom, let me ask you this: Are are you kind of a morning person? So when 5:30 the alarm goes off this morning or five, was that a very natural thing or did that uh, did it was that fine for you? Actually, I didn't wake up to an alarm, Matt. It uh, I just you know I, I, I'm like you. I like to get up real early in the morning and you know sometimes <laughs> go jogging and things of that nature. But we, we got up at five this morning and and. Uh, and you know the alarm was set for 5:30, but we got up at five and got everything taken care of and went to work. Wow, and in uh, in the seven to nine, the game time, which has been four to six, has moved to seven to nine, 
And, uh, and and so, what was that like today? Did you uh, do you, the guests? Are they are they kind of like, oh, I don't know if I want to come on that early? Have they have they so far been pretty open to uh, waking up early with you, Tom? Oh, absolutely. And uh, the the first guest for game time in the new time period was the one and only Jerry Hill, and he kept asking if he could come into the studios and do the do the segment with us. But we said, no, it's it's not necessary. You can go ahead and just you just call. And so Jerry uh, Jerry broke down the Baylor and uh, uh, the Baylor game for us this morning, and, and we started looking ahead to BYU. So yeah, it was it was a lot of fun with with Jerry Hill. We uh, we're, we we talked some high school football with Kevin Hoffman this morning, the head coach over at Martin. We're just gonna we're just gonna rock along and, and have some fun. It's gonna be kind of the same show, but it's just gonna be in a different time slot. Well, uh, the it the I, I think I think that's gonna be kind of neat because after uh, after some of the you know late night games or whether it's an NFL games on Sunday or whatever, um, you know it's it's just kind of fun to have a morning show and have somebody and I think. Uh, all our partners and everybody are going to be excited about this, and uh, that's going to be that's going to be good. Now, I, I'm hoping I can cherry pick some of the folks you've had in the afternoon, though. Um, I'm going to keep. Let me see who I want to keep. I want to keep Craig Way in the afternoons. Is that cool with you? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> you, 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 uh, yeah, we'll make, yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> yeah, I, I know you would, uh, but uh, actually, I had. I had Craig was one of my scouts out looking for soccer tickets. I was trying to get one of my buddy's soccer tickets there in Austin at Q2 Stadium, I think it's called. And, uh, and, and actually somebody came through down there in Austin, and they got to go see the Americans knock out Jamaica last week. And that's a big thing for our soccer people. You are hearing uh, Tom Barfield on the Matt Mosley Show. This has usually been Tom's afternoon slot, and uh, now Tom is doing uh, mornings and I think it's going to be I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Tom, I got excited even that was the I got to hear the promo earlier uh, and I kind of like that, man. I kind of like all the I just think people when there's when there's, you know, uh, a new, you know, it's just adding programming and adding a couple of hours to our day. I think uh, I think everybody can get behind that. Well, it, it's going to be an opportunity for you when you're headed out to work or headed out to school for uh for you to get uh, an opportunity to hear us talk local sports. I mean, it's great to talk about the New York Jets on the on the uh, ESPN Network program, but uh, we're gonna be, we're gonna be talking about the uh, the Midway Panthers, the uh, Conley Cadets. We're gonna be talking about the Baylor Bears, and we'll have that Dallas Cowboy conversation as well. But uh, uh, it, it's gonna be live and local. That's just that's just the way we're gonna approach things, and and we're gonna have a lot of fun. Ward White, uh, he could not wait to get there this morning and and uh so ward and i he's not exactly the morning guy like i am but i mean he, he, we, we we knocked out day one let's just say that mostly we knocked out day one well that's all you can do you just keep rolling and the good news is once you do that man you've got the rest of the day to do all kinds of stuff and and uh and, and of course i know how you operate you probably already stay, you know start thinking about the next show but you know, there's so many things you can get accomplished, and uh, I think it's going to be uh, I think it's going to be fun. Now, college football the other day wasn't that interesting. You and I are up in the press box, uh, we're doing our thing, and 
the Baylor fortunately got a big lead in that one, and that was good to see. And so our attention turned to what was happening up in Dallas at the Cotton Bowl. And for Texas, I mean, that, that whole time it was like, oh, wow, they're up 35-17. Oh, my gosh, they just scored again. It was 14 nothing before we even knew what had happened to us. I mean, it was like it felt like it was 14 nothing in both those games. You know, Baylor scored and West Virginia scored. It was 7-7. And we looked up, and it was 14 nothing. And then, Tom, for Texas to just collapse like that. I had to tell you, the uh, other day, I always kind of like to – stop and, and uh, go get a kolache if I'm around west and I and I got a kolache and uh, sausage kolache and I think I got a pastrami sandwich and you know what I saw all these Texas people and it made me think they had left thinking they were going to it was like going to be a blowout and they were already back in west and 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 obviously they lost that game uh, boy I, I bet your longhorn buddies Tom are, are taking this pretty tough uh, my friends are they absolutely are and uh it 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 was it really was a pretty remarkable performance by oklahoma to win that football game and i know that you can talk about how texas kind of kicked it around a little bit but i I think it was more oklahoma going hey i think we're going to go win this football game i mean they made some plays that you just don't see made and and they made them i mean i think you got to tip your hat to coach riley and those oklahoma sooners for what they were able to get done yeah, it was amazing, and 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 to put in uh, Caleb, that be that, that backup quarterback, and uh, now they've got a, a bit of a controversy on their on their hands. It shouldn't be a controversy. That should be their quarterback moving forward, and so that's going to be uh, that's going to be really interesting to watch. And now, Tom, we start to turn our attention to Baylor homecoming. We'll be out there at ten thirty. And uh, Tom, I, I wanted—I checked with our buddy from the office of Baylor alumni and the head of that uh, group over there, Doug Furch, to to make sure I had this right. Uh, I, I, I I just wanted to warn you, my focus may not be what it normally is. In that tent, that beautiful tent right next to us, will be my twenty-fifth anniversary, my twenty-fifth reunion. Uh, they'll all be meeting right next to us there. So, Tom. I just, I know that would shock you if, if my mind was wandering a little bit during the show. Yeah, I mean, for you to, to not be focused and, you, and maybe even to just wander off from time to time, that would be shocking for, uh, for that to take place. But, I mean, you know, we're rocking along, and I look at him, like, where's Mosley? I don't know. I mean, and next thing you know, he's, like, got three hot dogs, and, and you know, and they're not for the three of us. That's, that's the other issue. They're for you. But that, well, that's okay. I mean, if you want to go over and hang out at, at your at your anniversary, then, then I, I bet we could probably muddle through a little bit. Well, I uh, I, I think that's uh, inaccurate reporting by you because I seem to recall bringing back several breakfast tacos and then making the coffee exactly like you and Lark take it. And I was feeling a little bad about how I pulled in there the other day, so I tried to serve you guys in any way I could. And I, uh, I hope you've kind of picked up on that. Yeah, well, I noticed our show started at 7-ish for you. <laughs> so I guess it's going to start this Saturday, 10-30-ish. So. No, no. I'll be out there hooking all the equipment out. You'll see me. It'll be, it'll happen and uh, post parade. <laughs> you, you, don't, you don't know how to plug in a toaster. <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty proud of myself uh, taking some of that. Uh, you sent me off to take an extension cord down and I... 
I think I walked off somewhere. You were like, where's Mosley going? All right. Well, listen, it was I uh, uh, hope you have a safe trip. Appreciate you. Uh, appreciate you joining us. And, uh, man, that's going to be fun. The morning show, game time. It's in the mornings now in 7 to 9. I think people are going to be excited about it. And uh, I wanted, I think we should call it Breakfast with Tom. But if you want to just keep going with game time, that's fine. But uh, okay, I, thanks, I, th- I, I appreciate yeah. you letting me keep the show name. Now, I will tell you this. Josh Neighbor from uh, the uh, Locked On Big 12 podcast will be with us tomorrow morning around 8 a.m. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Big 12. Okay, some bit Locked On Big 12. Talks at 8 a.m. You'll be talking some Big 12. All right. Well, listen, yeah, I appreciate it. And uh, But guess who's coming on with us next? Uh, your old buddy, uh, Glenn Stretch Smith, is going to talk some Cowboys with us. So I'll tell him you said hey. You know what? And he's got plenty of Cowboy info to talk about, too. It was a, a great win for the Cowboys yesterday when they didn't play so well, but well enough to win. All right. Make sure you keep me on as long as you can. I think maybe maybe when you get toward, like, Round Rock, I might start to fade out a little bit. But but try to keep <laughs> me on as long as you can, okay? Yeah, we'll do. Tell Stretch we said hello. Okay, I'll do it. There he goes. Tom Barfield. You can hear him now on mornings 7 to 9. And then occasionally we'll have him on. Um, he didn't have me on his show to this morning, Aaron. Should I? Should I, my feelings be hurt about that? He knew you wouldn't wake up. Morning. <laughs> he knew there was no chance. <laughs> Did it sound like Tom was in a... It was it was like in a uh, jeep or something? I mean, did that? I mean, I, my goodness! That was, I mean, it sounded fine because Tom has a powerful voice. But at first, I was a little. It was almost like he was in a jeep, kind of an open air type situation there. Aaron, did you notice that? Yeah, yeah. It was. It sounded a little windy. <laughs> I like it though. Uh, he's heading down there. Aaron, always if you get an opportunity and you don't have to be like in downtown Austin, take that. Take that uh, loop around, you know, that the uh, tollway. That that tollway can be a lifesaver. And you can basically just ig- ignore Austin. Like if you're racing down that way, just take that tollway. Uh, you know what I'm talking about, Aaron? And you can go, mm-hmm. like literally the speed limits, I want to say 85. I mean, that's scary almost to, to literally have the state of te- – have TxDOT or whoever makes those uh, decisions to let – to, to have an 85-mile-per-hour speed limit. I think that's the fastest in Texas. To where if you're going 90, boy, I bet TxDOT's hearing this and like, Mosley, it's it's only 80. I swear, I think it's 85 on that tollway. Aaron, go down there tonight check that out. But I'm pretty <laughs> sure, I'm pretty sure it's, 80, it's 85. Oh, man, it's fun. Aaron, can you believe it? Like on our old show, we would have been done 15 minutes ago. I mean, I feel like we just started. Is that how you feel, or does this has this felt pretty long to you? No, well, well. <laughs> no, no. Um, just, you were correct. It's eighty-five miles an hour on the. Uh, Isn't that wild? Yep, on the toll roads, hey, eighty-five is the speed limit. Let's check, by the way, on the uh, when we come back. We'll talk to Stretch and get his take. He's got a great corn dog story, corny dog Fletcher's corny dog story that I need to get him to tell. Uh, it involves the Texas OU game. He was on Switzer's staff. He coached for Switzer, and I might try to get him to tell that because that's a that's a it's a heck of a story, and I think you would you would like it, Aaron. But be checking our uh, text line, our CNC Collision Center text line. 
That's 254-662-1660 for everyone's favorite State Fair of Texas foods. Today I went kind of boring. Uh, uh, fresh squeezed lemonade. I went with the corn on the cob. And then I did some curly fries. But they weren't the Texas tater, the, the twist. There's a Texas twister tater type thing that's that's really, really good. And they thinly, thinly slice those things. And then you load that up with ketchup and some different salts and seasonings. And then you just kind of ingest all of that. Um, I, I feel like there's a few times in life where you just waive any kind of diet or rules that you might and, and the State Fair of Texas is one of those. Uh, but I, I'm not proud of what I did today because I didn't even get a – I did not get a Fletcher's Corny Dog, and I didn't try one of the, like, the fried peanut butter and jelly or the fried Oreos and some of that stuff. Now, Aaron, you said you were a funnel cake guy. But uh, let's be looking on our CNC Collision Center text line. Let us know what your favorites are, and we'll get that on the air, okay? That's part of our interactive experience, Aaron, okay? Sure. Yeah. Aaron, what's going on there? I felt like you were shuffling some Chair's a little noisy, sorry. Okay, all right, all right. I thought you were maybe playing some solitaire while we were doing the show. All right, it's Mosley. We're taking you to 6 o'clock this evening. And next, former Cowboys coach and scout and one of the harshest film graders in the country, it is Glenn Stretch-Smith. He's next. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Haley Fitzpatrick. Skies will remain mostly clear tonight with a low of 66. The humidity returns overnight as those winds shift out of the south ahead of our next system moving in tomorrow. That'll bump up our rain chances for the day. A 40% chance for scattered showers and storms is likely tomorrow with mostly cloudy skies. Wednesday, expect more showers and storms, some of which could be on the stronger side. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5:36 and 9 for your forecasts first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather it's the baylor coaches show this wednesday with the voice of the bears john morris live from rudy's and waco join us wednesday back live from rudy's from 7 to 8 p.m and hear from men's basketball coach scott drew and head football coach dave aranda that's wednesday 7 to 8 p.m from rudy's the baylor coaches show this wednesday here on espn central texas if you're a professional athlete or an armchair quarterback and suffer from chronic pain, let Dr. Rao Ali, a board-certified pain management specialist, help you. He's helped the Central Texans at Hill Regional Hospital in Hillsboro with necks, backs, arms, and really any part of the body that aches. Call Dr. Rao Ali at 469-562-4188 to make an appointment. That number again, 469-562-4188. Don't let pain sideline you. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a Thai manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre, state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco, to apply. 
Feel like you're missing out on the Fiesta? You don't have to. La Fiesta Restaurant is open with dine-in seating, drive-thru, and delivery. Now, you can get the famous Purple Margarita to go or delivered with any food purchase. La Fiesta makes dinner a lot easier with family pack of fajitas, enchiladas, and tacos. Order online or call ahead and get any of your La Fiesta favorites at LaFiesta.com. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Stop by downtown in Waco at Way Cool Tacos in Union Food Hall. Way Cool Tacos, located corner of Franklin and 8th Street. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. All right, love talking about the Baylor Club, those panoramic views of the Baylor campus, uh, the Brazos River in downtown Waco out there, right, looking over, uh, it's just right there inside McLean Stadium. In fact, we were talking to Drayton McLean Jr., the uh, namesake of that stadium, and uh, gave the lead gift for that unbelievable venue right there hard by I-35. Um, they also have that anytime bar and grill where members can dine and enjoy relaxed business and social gatherings. And, uh, boy, I get in there sometimes and with, uh, my buddy Terry Tacker and we'll, with that buffet, it always has some really, really nice things. There's some, uh, menu items, some great, really nice menu. I want to say I had a, a, cl- a club sandwich there that was just wonderful, uh, recently. And, uh, you have access to so much when you join, the Baylor Club, it's a club core network, hundreds of country clubs, business clubs nationwide. It's a big deal. And uh, if you want to inquire about a membership, 254-710-8080. That's 254-710-8080 to make the Baylor Club your home away from home. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6 and Imperial. Come by and see what makes them different. Dallas Cowboys made some mistakes early, but in the end, Elliott ran for 110 yards on 21 carries and Pollard added 103 yards on the ground. The Giants lost Barkley and Daniel Jones to injury, and the Cowboys ran past the Giants 44-20. to Cowboys will head to New England to face the Patriots next. The Bills handed the Chiefs the third loss of the season on Sunday Night Football 38-20. to The NFL wraps up the week tonight with the Colts and the Ravens on Monday Night Football on ESPN, kickoff at 7.15. After a wild weekend in college football, the shakeup in the top 25 has Georgia taking over the top spot at number one, followed by Iowa, Cincinnati, Oklahoma, and Alabama rounding out the top five after their loss to A&M. SportsCenter, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look. Gosh, is that Dave Grohl or somebody? I mean, whoa, that was jamming there. I, I just got that got me rolling in the five o'clock here. And we've had so much and so many fun guests today. I promise I'm going to, at 540, I'm going to get deep into 
what happened in that Baylor game. Okay, I've got a lot of thoughts on it, uh, but but right now I need to talk some Cowboys, and we want to do it with our old friend and a guy who uh, had his own show on this station for a while. It is Glenn Stretch Smith, former uh, Cowboys scout and coach and former player at University of Texas, also coached at Oklahoma. So he's seen both sides of that unbelievable Red River rivalry. Uh, Stretch, is, uh, is there any uh, – is is there really any – game? I mean, you've been to a lot of games, a lot of fun games, but, I mean, I, I guess there's really nothing you've been to that compares to that scene out there at the Cotton Bowl every year, is there? Obviously, you know, when we went to the Super Bowl my first year with the Cowboys, it was an amazing event. And, you know, you the event that's around and, the you know, the two weeks leading up to the Super Bowl, all of those. But from a from a pull-up to an event, from an opportunity to get uh, a place that's about half the distance between Norman and Austin, gather at a, at a, at a, at a state fair at a place that's obviously my home state and something I take a lot of pride in. Yeah. yeah there's, there's nothing like, and I can remember, you know, we had, we had several, uh, my first year at Oklahoma as a graduate assistant, we had several assistants on that staff that had pl- one guy had played at Clemson. So he talked about, you know, Clemson and Florida state at the time. One guy, one of the guys played it at, at Indiana. He talked about, you know, the rivalry between Indiana and Michigan. And, you know, you, you, you kind of lead into all of these guys saying, oh, well, nothing's going to be like this game. or not. And they hadn't, they hadn't experienced that. And it was interesting then walking away from that game and them saying, oh, nothing like Oklahoma, Texas, and going to the State Fair and, and obviously all that surrounds the State Fair. But it's almost like you – you start getting into, uh, you know, you start getting into the fairgrounds, and it's that, you know, it's that few-minute bus ride that leads through the fairgrounds, and you got half the crowd in orange and half the crowd in red, and yeah, it's there, there, there's really nothing like the intensity, the rivalry of the uh, of the Red River Showdown, and and I, I, it certainly didn't disappoint Saturday with the game that those, those both those schools put on. Now. Did you did, this, did you ever get there early enough for that game uh, as a coach? Would you if it was like an afternoon game or whatever? Could you could you venture over to the? To, I was out there today, is why I've been thinking about this. Uh, I was out at State Fair and uh, grabbed a few items, and uh, you know <laughs> I did I did not uh, I I just the, the lines for the Fletcher's corny dogs were were out of control. But I mean, for people who have never seen you stretch, you're you're six seven. You're a big man. Pl- probably played back in the day at about I don't know two fifty, two sixty, and, and could handle yourself out there. Have you ever have you ever devoured several uh, cor- uh, Fletcher's corny dogs in one sitting? Well, I mean, you know, you're trying. You obviously, you're trying to draw me off sides, and and the answer is yes on multiple times. <laughs> when we won, that I that I depart the game, uh, and and go and and partake in in a Fletcher's corn dog. There, there's something about it though that that I'll that I'll share with you that I think is is magical, and that is, and, and I don't know how they. I, you know, those, some of those guys that 
that they those Dr. Pepper guns that they have at the fair that, you know, they, they, they squirt a little of this carbonation, a little of that, whatever it is that they do. But I'm telling you, there's something about the way that they can pour a Dr. Pepper at the fair. And it's different from, I don't care what they say. They're like, oh, no, we set them all the same. No, they don't. There's, there's something about they put a little more of that syrup. There's a little more something in there. And it really is. They can say, well, you could chase it with this or you can chase No, no, no. You chase it with a DP at the fair. And there's nothing like that syrupy DP. And then, I mean, mostly, you know, I, I, I know you kind of fashion yourself as somewhat of a of a good hands athlete. You know, you think you're a good tennis player. And I, yeah. I'm sure you can hit the tennis ball pretty well and you hit the golf ball pretty well. I guarantee you, you'd have the mustard all over you because that's the key, <laughs> too, is you put that mustard on it and you come out of there, you chase it with a Dr. Pepper, and then it's almost like, you spill a little of that mustard on you, and you can kind of you get it. Just kind of leaves it there all day. It just kind of gives it a chance to breathe on you all day long. So there's nothing like a Fletcher's yeah. corn dog and a DP at the fair, and 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 it's shame on you for not waiting in line to go get one. Yeah, I was running out of time, and uh, you know, I, on the first day of my return to the afternoon show, it seemed inappropriate to to not be there on time, so I kind of ran short. But I'll tell you something. What's funny to me is just the, you know, the Midway. And uh, I don't know if you ever trusted any of those rides. My daughter, <laughs> when she was younger, would want to get on that love bug ride. And I always envisioned that thing flying out of there. You know, that's happened before. Out there at State Fair, one of those things will come off and, like, land on people. And it's always worried me. And we still, we would get up on that conquistador and ride that thing after eating all that stuff. It's just crazy, the stuff we used to do out there. But I had to laugh that they got all that food, and then you you go around to that one building over there by the uh, Esplanade or whatever they call it, over there where the fountains are and all, near Big Tex, and then they have something called the food court. <laughs> and you go inside, and they got about 57 different kinds of food. I mean, it is a... You see folks there that uh, that are kind of scooting around on a deal, and they're 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 you know they're really able to kind of get around, but they've just had a little too much over the years. And State Fair is not a real healthy place. Like, yeah, I don't feel like that's where you see the healthiest people in the country. I mean, you don't you don't envision yourself going up there and ordering a kale salad right before you get on the conquistador. I mean, there's not a place that. Get something, get get something that would make you feel pretty nimble. And and by the way, you're not very nimble, but pretty nimble before you get on the conquistador. No, I, I hey Matt, regardless of all of that, they can say all the food, and every year they come out with different, you know, dishes with this or that. I think this year they have some sort of a fried Frito pie. I've heard. I had a buddy of mine who went to the game and called me yeah. and said it. It about it about it about caused him to take a knee, but uh, there ain't nothing like there ain't nothing like a Fletcher's corn dog and a DP. Let's get on something going a direction here, Matt. What do we got going today? I, I I think most folks would really like this direction, but I'll just say, here's what <laughs> we have going on. Uh, I mean, I've I've conditioned myself to do a one hour show today, and today I'm back to two hours. I don't know, man. This is – I might take a knee here in a minute. But, no, uh, let me just say this. This uh, this this Diggs guy, I want – people want to hear 
your take on this. Trayvon Diggs falls to, uh, and, and, and you didn't get to hear Ed last night. We, you and I taped your part on the Doomsday Podcast, and Ed made the statement that Saban and those guys did not give this kid glowing remarks like they usually really play up their players but of course they don't want to ever you, you know they got to be up front with the scouts and and for whatever reason I, maybe it was his attitude I don't know but I don't think that he gave this guy glowing remarks but stretch as a former scout and you spent a lot of time on the road and looking at film and you were an NFL scout for the Cowboys they, this guy does stuff that that you almost can't coach there's a there's an instinct that takes over and it's almost kind of like a uh, a predator or something like uh, that 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 uh the, what is that thing they're running the uh the post route where he's where he's baiting that thing and then he undercuts it and and stretch i'm just well i guess what i'm trying to say is i feel like there are only about three or four guys in the nfl that can can do that type of thing and he happens to be one of them Oh, there's, there's no question. And, and, and coming out of college, you know, I, I, and I'm, I won't mention the guy's name, but I had one of the guys, very prominent guy who, who coaches the guys, you know, kind of before they go into the combine, gets them ready for the combine, gets them ready to, you know, do those three cone shuttles, the five, 10, five, all the different measurable things that they do at the combine and really works on that short area quickness. He told, and he told me point blank. He said, "Stretch, I don't, I don't understand why the Cowboys took this kid. He runs four seven all day long." And I'm thinking, "Oh my goodness!" And now, like you said, you see him bait that. I mean, it was. I don't like comparing guys to guys. I just, I'm not real comfortable with that. But it was almost the things that Dion used to do. He would, he would allow that quarterback to to, to see his receiver flash open. And then he had so much raw ability and raw speed that he could shut that. Then he could shut that window down and go make the pick. That's exactly what you saw last night. The thing that impresses me more than anything, and and again, a great interception on the post was how he broke on the double move and he almost picks it off into the boundary over there. This guy right now. And again, I don't know if coming out of college, maybe he got a little heavy, maybe he got a little complacent, maybe he got some of the things that Ed was talking about where then you have, whether it be his position coach or the head coach, or like I said, a trainer, somebody helping him get ready where he came out and it just didn't seem like he had that, you know, kind of first round ability and, and, and the things that you look for there. But I want to tell you something, when you watch him, play right now and, and I'm talking about right now it's so infectious and it's in fact all of a sudden it's it's affecting uh, uh Brown I mean he undercuts the he undercuts the hitch yesterday and makes the pick six so when you start practicing around guys that are really really good then all of a sudden you see holy cow he if I could emulate that, if I could do the things he's doing and it's becoming infectious on the other team, i tell you something else. I talked with Joe Dickinson today who we had him on when I was on the show there, we had him on multiple times and he was, he was Mac Brown's uh, quarterback coach since the time Mac Brown was 11. And he, and he talked, I'm sorry, Mac Jones. And he was talking to, he was talking to Mac Jones, the, the, the New England quarterback who they're playing 
obviously, this week. And, and, and Mac was saying, hey, back when I was a freshman, I mean, that, that Trayvon Diggs could absolutely shut off half the field when he was being the scout team quarterback at Alabama. He said it almost feels going to feel like that this weekend going in and, and, and the Cowboys coming to New England to play up there. Mac Jones was saying, gee, Merry Christmas, this guy's got the ability to break on the ball and get underneath it unlike anything I've seen. So it's really going to be interesting to see how people start to go away from him and, and, and say, you know what, we're not going to go with this guy because – Quite frankly, the the way that he's going and getting the football, the things that he's doing, how he's seeing it, and the confidence that he's having, you can tell he's got unbelievable confidence, and that's exactly what he's doing, and that's exactly how he's playing on Sundays. Well, it's uh, it is a uh, a joy to watch, and uh, let me ask you this real quick: can uh, the the all time NFL record is fourteen? All right, interceptions. Do you know who has the NFL all-time record for most interceptions in a season? I, I mean, I would take a guess to say that it's Everson Walls, but I don't know if that's 100% correct. Well, that would be our buddy Cubby, and it's not him. It is Dick Night Train Lane. 14 interceptions. Oof. Uh, think, I mean, think about that. I, oh, 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 that. That was playing. How many games were they playing that season that Dick Knight Train Lane had that many? I bet they only played, that, you know, 12 games. <laughs> I was going to say 12 or 14 games, yeah. But, I, hey, when, you, when you're looking at him right now, I think I saw, Matt, where going back to the end of last year, he has, like, nine interceptions in 10 games yeah so i mean absolutely when you think well that, that, that i mean it, you, you don't need to be magna cum law to figure that out he's picking about one a game with a 17 game season you got to think hey that's that that's not crazy and that's not crazy or unrealistic but what i'm going back to is what mac jones was talking about and that is I think you're going to get to where you're going to see teams just say, hey, we're not throwing that way. We're not going to give him that opportunity. So when, when the opportunities aren't there, it is hard to break that record, and it, it'll be hard to get to that number. But I loved how they played him, and we talked about this on the Doomsday Podcast. I loved how they played him uh, you know, the week prior to when they were playing against Carolina, and they put him in that robber position where he wasn't just playing outside as a corner. He's playing inside. I, you know, And I think that's something that, a lot of Cowboy fans need to recognize, too, is Dan Quinn is doing an amazing job at putting these players in position, not only to be successful, but to make those types of plays. Well, listen, we uh, we always love catching up with you and uh, talking about Fletcher's Corny Dogs and the State Fair of Texas. And uh, the other night, by the way, had the uh, Heart of Texas, they had the uh, the rodeo, they're in Waco, and they do something. Uh, our presenting sponsor, Central National Bank, sponsored what's called the uh, Mutton Bustin. Have you ever heard of that? Of course, uh, absolutely. Where they put the where they put the young little the young little whippersnappers out there on them. Absolutely. I, 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 hey, it doesn't get much better than that, does it? Yeah, get them out there. Let them. Is I wonder to win the Mutton Bustin. Is it like the bull? Do they have to stay on for eight seconds? 
think, I think they just, I think they just, I think they just cut that goat loose, and you got to, you, you just got to do the best you can at putting your arms around his neck and, and, uh, and hanging on. I don't know if it's eight seconds or it's the guy that stays on the longest with those little guys. I'm, I'm, I'm not real sure, but it certainly gets the young people involved, and that's, that's one yeah. of the funnest parts of rodeo. Yeah, it's a neat deal, and then they let the kids, whoever wins, gets to slaughter the goat. <laughs> Mosley, well, next time you have one of those thoughts, just take your right pinky finger and hit the damn delete key. That's the most ridiculous thing I've heard you say in about two weeks. Good night. I got to go. I got to go. Sorry okay. to bother you, Mosley. All right, all my best. There he goes. There he goes, Glenn Stretch Smith, mutton busting. And, uh, uh, Aaron, I don't think you've seen Stretch in person, about 6'7", 270, 6'7", 260 pounds. Uh, he, the man could handle himself. I would, I would bet there's been at least one or two times he's had somewhere in the neighborhood of six to seven Fletcher's Corny Dogs in one, in one trip to the state fair. And I, I don't think it's – I don't even think that phases him. Um, I, I, I'd like to. I would have liked to have gone with to uh, with Nate Newton, who used to do. I used to do radio with a lot in Dallas. Um, I, I, I bet Nate Newton before he had that uh, gastric gastric sleeve or whatever. Uh, I bet he could do it. Okay, Aaron, we'll do whatever you want. Uh, it's uh, it is time. We need to we need to take a quick one here, and then it's time for something we're going to call the dismount. I've got a lot of Baylor action to talk to you about. We do it next. It's the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Now here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the Monday Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, we'll wrap up the weekend in Baylor Athletics, including Baylor football, winning at home over West Virginia to run their record of 5-1 and one on the season. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Parenting is full of surprises. You never know what to expect. So after our son was born, I called my Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent to set up a life insurance policy in case something happened to me. Sawyer is now two. And we'll soon have a sister. There's no one else I would trust with protecting my family. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com for an agent you can trust with life's most important decisions. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Alan Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. It's the Baylor Coaches Show this Wednesday with the voice of the Bears, John Morris, live from Rudy's in Waco. Join us Wednesday, back live from Rudy's from 7 to 8 p.m. and hear from men's basketball coach Scott Drew and head football coach Dave Aranda. That's Wednesday, 7 to 8 p.m. from Rudy's. The Baylor Coaches Show, this Wednesday here on ESPN Central Texas. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. 
Baylor football now 5-1 on the season, 3-1 in Big 12 Conference play. Following Saturday's dominating 45-20 win over the West Virginia Mountaineers at McLean Stadium. The Bears put up 525 yards of offense in the game. Tyquan Thornton, a big part of that, with eight catches for a career-high 187 yards and two touchdowns. We visited with him after the game and asked him how the Bears turned it around from their first loss a week ago. Um, just putting that week behind us and um, knowing who we are. We know our identity as an offense, trying to be more reliable and violent as a um, unit. So coming in throughout the week, uh, we put emphasis on that, and we had our best week. So um, we was able to um, show it on the field. That RVO, that, that applies to receivers also, doesn't it? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. How, how about the start for you guys? I mean, your second play from scrimmage, 75-yard touchdown catch by you. Yeah, um, it's something we did all week. Like I said before, uh, we put emphasis on starting fast. We knew it was going to be an early game. So um, we got up early, you know, took a lap around the hotel, you know, get our blood flowing. So we came into this game. Um, trying to start fast. <laughs> well, how early? What was wake up this morning? <laughs> About 7 a.m. 7 a.m. All right, very good. <laughs> Tyquan Thornton and the Bears, 45-20 winners over West Virginia on Saturday. Next up for Baylor football, it's a homecoming matchup with Brigham Young. It comes up this Saturday at 2.30 at McLean Stadium. Also from the weekend on Sunday in Manhattan, Baylor soccer and Kansas State play to a scoreless draw in two overtimes. Soccer back home hosting Texas this Friday evening. And Baylor golf in Houston opening play this morning in the Big 12 match play tournament. Mike McGraw and the Bears have won this event two of the last three years. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. I'm Joe Kaleo. At Kaleo Wealth Management Group, we believe a sound financial plan always starts by developing a good relationship with each client. We'd like the opportunity to build a relationship with you and help begin charting your path toward your financial goals. Dream big. We'll listen. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services. Member FINRA SIPC. When you need help obtaining off-site sewer and water easements, give Fawcett Title Works a call. We will obtain temporary and permanent easements, all negotiations, and a detailed spreadsheet of the status of all easements. Not only that, but Fawcett Title Works can handle everything from 404 wetlands permit applications, U.S. Army engineering permits and easements, railroad crossing permits, locating heirs to property reports, and much more. All with our fast and accurate turnaround time, ensuring we always have happy clients. Fawcett Title Works handles most counties in Texas. Fawcett Title Works Clifton 254-366-1192 and at FawcettTitleWorks.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6 and Imperial. Come by and see what makes them different. Dallas Cowboys made some mistakes early, but in the end, Elliott ran for 110 yards on 21 carries and Pollard added 103 yards on the ground. The Giants lost Barkley and Daniel Jones to injury and the Cowboys ran past the Giants 44-20. to Cowboys will head to New England to face the Patriots next. The Bills handed the Chiefs the third loss of the season on Sunday Night Football 38-20. to The NFL wraps up the week tonight with the Colts and the Ravens on Monday Night Football on ESPN. Kickoff at 7:15. After a wild weekend in college football, the shakeup in the top 25 has Georgia taking over the top spot at number one, followed by Iowa, Cincinnati, Oklahoma, and Alabama rounding out the top five after their loss to A&M. 
Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show, and we are now at 4 to 6. Tom Barfield has gone to mornings. He is 7 to 9, game time. They'll keep doing their thing, still talking lots of high school, We'll uh, and they'll do a great job there, and we will continue to have uh, huge guests on in the afternoon um, and lots of Cowboys and then, of course, tons of Baylor, and we'll have all the uh, all the interviews we think you will want and you've come to expect and appreciate everybody who's gotten involved and has been texting us, and we uh, uh, encourage calls. And we'll be looking, uh, uh, Aaron will be looking for just the right music. I like it almost kind of like a little lounge music or something, Aaron, on the uh, on our last uh, segment of the day, we'll do something we kind of call the dismount. And that's where we say goodbye and, and uh, wrap up the day with some, some different comments. Uh, you heard um, in the sports beat, John Morris talking about the Bears doing this match play tournament, and they have done really well in this. They do it at Houston Oaks uh, Club, and it's a Big 12 match play tournament and really involves some uh, cool stuff. I mean, this is some uh, – you get, you get uh, total points, match points. Oh, there it is. Oh, my gosh. That goes way back. Oh, I love that. How did you even know that, Aaron? Was that, like, still listed in there? That is so good. That is exactly what I like. I don't know if that's, like, Jay-Z or what that actually uh, is, but this is exactly what I was wanting. Just a little lounge music underneath us as we we say goodbye for the day. All right. uh, Unfortunately, in that match play tournament, which Baylor has done extremely well in the past, the Longhorns jumped all over the Bears. And it looks like... The Bears will lose every match except one. And Johnny Kiefer right now is one up through 17 against Cole Hammer, who's uh, – those are maybe uh, – best player, and that's Texas' best player, and that is Mono Imano. And Johnny Kiefer's a great player for the Bears. Unfortunately, Luke Dossie, who's a great young player for the Bears, um, he is uh, trailing uh, – He's one down through 17. The Texas player's name is, oh, this appears to be uh, Will Thompson or W. Thompson. So, anyway, I love all those things. Love watching some match play. And so, I was going to keep you updated on that. We hadn't had a lot of time. We'll talk more about the Baylor game. Uh, In fact, tomorrow, uh, remind me, Aaron, we'll let you hear a little bit about what Stephen Jones had to say after the game. Got some great... uh, Got some great stuff from uh, Steven. I thought the Bears came out and just played a tremendous, a complete game. They've been giving up touchdowns on the first possession. You know, for whatever reason, they're pretty good at adjusting, and they did. And really, West Virginia just did not get much going the rest of the day. Uh, they, they finally got it to 28-10 to 10 going into halftime, but the Bears quickly put them away. And I think the big thing and a great takeaway for Baylor is just uh, the second half, they kept the hammer down. 
and they, they really didn't give West Virginia any feeling of being back in that game. In fact, West Virginia had to bring in their backup quarterback at times just to try to throw a change up, and, and that didn't really do anything uh, to the Bears. And, uh, yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's something that uh, we will uh, keep our eye on as, uh, as this thing unfolds. I will say that uh, the, the Bears' defensive line, um, uh, uh, Garmin, this 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 Garmin Randolph situation, Cole Maxwell, T.J. Franklin. I mean, these guys are these guys are taking over ball games. And and in Ika the other day, Apu Ika comes out there and does a tremendous job for the Bears. And so the defensive line is getting it done, and that is allowing uh, people like J.T. Woods. Uh, uh, folks like Jalen Petrie to make plays on the ball and get interceptions. Sadly, that is all the time we have today for today. Love being back with you in the late afternoons, 4 to 6. Listen to Tom Barfield tomorrow, 7 to 9. Everybody have a great evening. We will see you tomorrow at 4 o'clock. This is the Spectrum Big 12 Blitz, a daily look inside Big 12 Conference football. Here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. My name's Trevor Check of Big 12 Football on today's Spectrum Big 12 Blitz. Coming up, we'll give you the players of the week from the Big 12 Conference. Oklahoma, well represented, and TCU, an honor as well. That's straight ahead on today's Spectrum Big 12 Blitz. Hey folks, John Morris for the Bruner Auto family. If you're thinking about a Chevrolet, Chrysler, Buick, Dodge, GMC, Jeep, Cadillac, Toyota, or quality pre-owned vehicle, visit BrunerAuto.com. Bruner serves all of Texas with delivery to your location. Now Baylor fans get the Bruner Advantage at no additional cost with every new vehicle purchase. A lifetime powertrain certificate and much, much more. Only at Bruner Auto Family at BrunerAuto.com. Your family since 1989.